my high school choir had to do uh they did a medley from Fiddler on the Roof, and you got to remember, I'm the exotic kid in my school for being Jewish. So let say, that sink in. How Jewish was this school? I mean, oh, aggressively I not. Love, how was the? Uh, how how were you the one who had to sing? Idle deedle diddle 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 die. No, no, because it was just the girls' choir who did this, and the worst part is they get to to life. They do to life, which David okay. David, yeah. How do you say that word? L'chaim. 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 So Lachaim is closer than what they got. They I got. I want to be clear that that was a reference to the musical The Wedding Singer. I I play a bar mitzvah and uh, the bassist goes Lachaim. <laughs> you mean the jackass with the bass? Uh, they said Lachaim. That sounds very similar to a certain uh, protein powder. That's not that song at all. Fuck. Leaving on that midnight train to Georgia. He's on that midnight train to Georgia. Hi, and welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for approximately four hours about the newest episode of Drag Race UK, Season 5, Episode 4, Disaster Class. Sum it down to a cool 90 minutes, send it straight to your ear holes. Say hi, Toxic fans. Hi. Hi. Introduce yourself, Toxic fans. So, hi everyone. My name is Stephen Pope, your podcast dad, your professional hobbit. We've been watching a lot of Drag Race for a while now, and this is a very good episode, so I'm excited to get into it. Let's go ahead and get to my beautiful, beautiful co-host. The other one, not Joe, who's also beautiful, but... Hi, I'm David Gorin. I'm being a little quiet because I'm tired and I'm in a hotel room and I don't want the man in the room next to me who snores quite loudly to be angry with me. So this is probably how I'm going to sound for the episode, but I swear I'm enthused. <laughs> and I'm Joe. And while I've never taken a master class, my nickname in high school was Disaster Ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're proud of that one, ain't you? I'm not proud of anything I do. Joe, I'm just happy you learned how to douche. That's disgusting, David. <laughs> but, so, are you two aware of RuPaul's infamous masterclass? Wear a suit. Wear a suit. <laughs> Wear a suit! Is that what it is? That's where it came from, yeah. That's why Willow Pill wore the suit that she revealed out of in her final lip sync. I thought she did that because she was a big Talking Heads fan. Uh, no, she literally, when she posted the look, she said, RuPaul always said, if you want to succeed, wear a suit. <laughs> I did not know. The only master class I really know about um, is because I had a vocal coach who was obsessed with the Christina Aguilera one, where she just goes, you know, you just go like, Ave Maria, Ave Maria, and you just kind of hit the note. I don't know how you do it, but it, it gets there. 
That is. I love the idea of teaching a master class on something you're just so naturally good at, you couldn't possibly explain it to anyone else. Yeah, I had a friend who um, they wanted to do like master class type things for social media um, for the company she worked at. And they were like, what's something you could teach a class on? And she was like, I can't teach you how to be sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, David. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking about what would be the worst drag queen class? Like I was trying to think of, you just got me thinking about like, what is something that a drag queen could teach and they would have no idea how to teach it. And it would Public be the transit fun- with Roxy Andrews. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> You're a monster. Oh my gosh. Should we dig into this episode? <laughs> I was going to say yoga with Evie Oddly, but fuck my life. Oh my gosh. Moving on. Yes, let's get to the episode. Oh. I was going to say um Hey, toilet. she's been doing it her whole life. Since she was three. She's an expert. <laughs> I'm going to throw a shoe at you. Oh. So. We find out at the beginning of this episode that Caramel is the first solo winner of the girl group challenge in Drag Race UK mm-hmm. ever. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that last time. It's just kind of, a th- they love to distribute the badges. I. It's one of those things where I feel like that wasn't going to be the thing. And then Frock Destroyers happened. You're like, I can't pick between these girls. And then immediately after uh, UK hunt happened, it's like, I cannot pick between these girls. Yeah. And so then it just became a like thing where we give all of the girls all of the badges because they cost eight cents to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Precisely. We also have um, a whole dissertation on how people think that Kate Butch is skating by, which I thought was really surprising because I think she's very funny. Oh, I, I just, this happens a lot where... Uh, people will assume, people will call someone coasting a lot when they're, like, doing quite well. Probably my favorite example of this was, I think, Boa saying, Lemon, can you hold my drink? I loved, uh, I loved to put a drink on a coaster. It's like, Lemon has a challenge win. Like, what are you doing? What challenge did Lemon win? I don't remember her winning anything. She won the second episode acting challenge. Oh, okay. All right. I She should have won the Rapstress challenge, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure Canada has a thing where you can't win two weeks in a row. It's called, Unofficially, I'm sure. Um, it's called the friendship clause. Um it's it's <laughs> that the, ev- the friendship clause is actually um my Santa Claus sequel. <laughs> it never got picked up, but it was very sweet. Everyone. It's, uh, it's a sequel to both Santa Claus and the power of friendship. <laughs> Not the color of friendship. That's what I meant. I'm sorry, I've never seen either movie. How was I supposed to know the name? Santa Claus and the color of friendship. One of them is very good. The other is trying very hard to make a commentary on apartheid Africa. And the other is the Santa Claus. Um... <laughs> I think it's really funny to be like, one of them's all about apartheid, 
And the other one is the color of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I meant. It's late. It's late, y'all. It's Um, late. I had a 12-hour day. I'm... Uh, Banksy declares herself Victoria Beckham because she can't sing. <laughs> it's just hating, is hating Victoria Beckham going to be just the running thing this season? I'm fine with it. She's the reason why the, the Spice Girls didn't do a reunion at first. I think, nope. I thought nope. she, she was the one who didn't come back. Mm-mm. She didn't come back, but they still did the reunion tour. The original holdout for the original reunion tour was actually sporty. I I thought the reason why people kind of shit on Victoria Beckham is a big part because she, like, didn't come back. She didn't come back, but, like, it's, she's one of those, the thing that's interesting about Victoria Beckham is, this is a whole tangent, I apologize in advance. Um, The thing that's interesting about Victoria Beckham to me is that I always say that if Victoria is your favorite Spice Girl, you're not a real Spice Girls fan. Because it's easy to like Victoria. And... In reality, she adds something to the Spice Girls, but what she adds to it, you can take away and you lose nothing. If she got with David Beckham and left the Spice Girls, I think the Spice Girls still would have done pretty well. Jerry leaving was such a, like, impact because she was the glue. Well, Banksy apparently just isn't a fan. Banksy's not the glue of this season, but she's the glue holding my heart together, okay? <laughs> I thought well I thought the glue holding your heart together was a SPN, SPNK nut based protein shake. Joe is so mad at me. <laughs> the thing is that like my toxic trait is I would drink that protein shake. Oh you're gross. Like I if if it was a protein shake that was SPNK and then a normal one and they did the same thing and they were not drastically different in price, I would buy the SPNK one. It's so gross. I also famously used to just buy whatever the weirdest flavor of protein at the store was. What's the weirdest flavor of protein? Yeah. Um, I mean, Ghost has a bunch of weird ones. They have, like, cereal milk and, um, like, other, uh, and, like, one time, the weirdest one probably, and this one was unintentional, is I picked up a thing of protein, and the guy went, you sure you're okay with this flavor? And I grabbed it from where the chocolate usually was, so I went, yeah, obviously. And then I took it home and I opened and I looked at it and I said, blueberry cheesecake. And I was like, that is not what I wanted. These are not weird to me. Like cereal milk is weird, but cereal milk isn't even that weird to me. What would be weird to me is like kale. Well, I mean, they're not going to make a like the, the simple thing is that protein shakes tend to be sweet because um, they're basically the for a lot of. So, like, Ghost has, like, Chips Ahoy and Nutter Butter. And, uh, the, but, like, the reason why you're not going to do a kale protein shake is that, frankly, a lot of people who are, like, super into macros, their protein shake is, like, the only treat they get all day. So, like, you want them to be a little nice. No, no, no I agree <laughs> with that. I just feel like when you're, like, oh, the strangest flavor, to me, the strangest flavor is, like, goji berry or, like, Blueberry salt and vinegar. Cheesecake. I, I still don't think blueberry cheesecake's that weird. I don't even what? think I've ever seen a blueberry cheesecake in real life. What? Really? So good. This this Stop. is a lie. I went to the Cheesecake Factory with you. 
we did, did we get a blueberry cheesecake? No, but we went to the cheesecake factory where they definitely have a blueberry cheesecake. So you saw it on the did menu. We, did you went to a did, cheesecake factory without me? It was after Barbie. Oh, we can we can go to the cheesecake factory with you. We'll do cheesecake factory and then we'll stop by Olive Garden. Um, they have their never ending <laughs> possibles back. I went to an Italian restaurant the other night. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Was oh, I'm sorry. Was terrible, and it was like, and I, and I knew it was going to be terrible. I knew it, but it was National Pasta Day, and it was one of those days that I was like, I ate a chicken fried pork chop, and I was like, I'm just not hungry. But if I don't eat, I'm going to wake up really cranky. Chicken Did anyone fried else like chop. that they just brought back a mi- uh, a mini uh, challenge from <laughs> season ten, um, but decided to just make it even dirtier because it was like uh it was like got uh it was like wood it was like a wood cologne in season 10 and now it was uh and now it was spunk right in season 10 they were selling the cologne uh trade Trade. can you smell me oh wait also guys i think it's insane to make raven your photographer she's never gonna get the white balance right <laughs> um i mean she was probably there were I probably took like so many notes this episode because i knew i couldn't watch it three times and try to remember things i mean i feel like with raven they were just like eh, you're here wow it's a lot of notes a lot um, of notes i will say this i feel like trade or wood or whatever those are all like it was trade oh i thought there was one that was trade and the one that was wood no i was wrong oh um so poke gets a jeopardy point okay cool Ding. anyways to me trade still sounds like a double entendre cologne this is like such a single entendre it's not even funny like i feel like there are erotic films where it's like oh you ready for your protein shake oh that's gross that's so, gross this is gonna sound weird i actually don't mind the single entendre for a protein shake because i actually think that selling marketing specifically to gay man men and selling a spunk protein shake would actually sell is the weird like the weird thing is that you if you made this product and it was a high quality good protein shake and you named it that that version of creative marketing would sell the protein shake the looks david and i are giving joe right now the looks David and I are giving Joe right now. Well, I think I'm, just, I'm just saying that, like, if <laughs> if you had to pick between Waybolic GNC protein and Spunk, and they do the same thing, and you keep hearing about Spunk on TikTok because people keep laughing about it, you're gonna buy a carton of it. And then if it works well because you bought one carton of it to make a TikTok joke of it, you're just gonna keep buying it because it's like kind of funny. The way that you were describing it, though, at first, I thought there was actual semen in it, and I think that's also what Pope was picking up on, and that's why we were both making the same face. Oh, no, I'm saying that, like, I'm saying that, like, this is good ad- like, this would be- you could advertise the shit out of this product. It's the opposite of the time I saw a product for a nut milk maker called Nutter, um, and I commented being, like, hire one gay man on your staff challenge- and they were like, it's an all-female business. And have you noticed that N-U-T-R is also the first four letters in nutrition? And I was like, 
doesn't change the fact that you named your product Nutter. Nutter? I hardly know her. So, <laughs> to go back to this episode real fast. <laughs> they give the girls, like, ten minutes to get into butch drag, which is always going to be a disaster. It's always going to be funny. Um, and then they have to sell SPNK no, protein drinks. you're getting into DTF bro drag. What does that even mean? Well, Don't if talk. it was butch drag, in, in this season, if you just called I... it Kate butch drag, it would just be worse makeup. <laughs> How dare you? She lost her makeup skills in a fire. Uh, but oh, yeah, yes, da- yes, David, I know what DTF means. I just mean like DTF gym bro first day out of college. Like, what the fuck are they oh, talking about? It's a grinder reference. DTF bro, it's a reference to like faces profiles on grinder. It's like absolutely what, what they're referencing is like those guys, those like like headless torsos that just have a like a mouth listen i know that i just want to know how that translates to one of the dwarves from lord of the rings escaping and showing up as ginger johnson like fucking dare you that was one of the dwarves from the hobbit (laughs) they had a very different style in fact you say that and i immediately know who you're talking about he looks just like she looked just like him yeah Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I love this because I love that no one took it seriously, but Mm -hmm. I don't love that the pictures aren't good. Like, it's going to sound very weird, but, like, Tamara won and had a terrible photo because they just picked a random screen grab and, like, didn't take a picture. And I'm like, I don't know, take a picture. You have a camera. Do something, like, actually do something fun. Yeah, the problem is, is that as we know, Raven likes it dark, so she left the lens cap on. <laughs> Are you playing? Also, her bangs were in her eyes. <laughs> Why was she wearing Thorgy's wig? I have so many protection. questions. Oh, there you go. That's why she's in England. Oh, um, my God, that was a tech. That was a toy, right? Or is Tamara just hung like a horse? I think that was a toy. I thought it was a toy. Pope. I worry if you think that was real. I didn't think it, it did was real. Resemble human genitalia. I did have a moment of going. She she showed up as my old TikTok comments. Fair, fair. Uh, no, it was. I just. It was fun. I don't remember any of them specifically, other than Tamara sprinting around and Ginger being a dwarf. Vicky showed her ass. Yep. Um, I feel like didn't Kate Butch said something really funny, but then she just posed normally. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought Banksy was hot. <gasps> Banksy, what? So Banksy was so pale because uh, Raven had sapped all the melanin out of her skin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, like Banksy in that like singlet with the black hair, I was like. Yeah. Did you have a thing for Napoleon Dynamite? What the fuck, Goran? It was a Napoleon Dynamite, like. It was very Napoleon Dynamite. Was very, I don't like, think it was very Napoleon Dynamite. I think it was very, like. Lady Dynamite. The movie Vampires Suck. Where what? they're, like, aping Twilight. Yeah. David just wants some pale and sickly, I guess. I don't know. I mean, this, I don't, this is a fact. I'm not knocking it. I'm not gonna ick your yum. 
David is saying he's willing to play Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines with you. <laughs> I mean, oh, that sequel's never happening. I did study vampires in college, so. Oh, also, Michael Maruli looked fine, and then version of Butch Photo was doing like a bad twerk, and I was like, Michael Maruli, what are you doing? Also, Michael Maruli might be hot. Really? Might. I'm not sure. I'm not no. saying. I'm not going to ick your yum. I'm just like, huh. Like, like maybe Butterface. Season 16. I mean, no, I- I'll say this. Um, I, I, I see where you're coming from. Wait, good- I, I thought, I thought the camera was more like nipples up. Touche. Um, in the words of Amy Poehler, "Good for you, not for me." I mean, I- I'm not gonna do it. Why not? I, I play plane tickets to the UK are very expensive. They're insane I mean, right they'll now. They'll probably be here for DragCon US. Tickets to DragCon US are very expensive. They're insane to, right now. Okay, you don't even have to go to DragCon US. All you have to do is you stand outside of the convention center, you turn on Grinder at the right time. <laughs> Grinder's very expensive. Bing bang right bong. <laughs> so, um <laughs> Tamara wins the challenge, and yes. as we said, it's uh, kind of a play on doing a master class, calling a disaster class. Mm-hmm. Do it, but make it funny. And Tamara gets to make the teams, but Tamara is not that clever. So she grabs uh, her other Northeasterner girls and just decides, you're standing next to each other, you're standing next to each other, you're a team now, fuck off. So when the, you said not that clever, I was, I was like, oh, I think she made a great choice. Yeah, and she made like, great oh, choices. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, weirdly, she acci- I think she like accidentally fell into good choices with each team. Um, but the teams are party, drag lessons and making friends and influencing people, which is Michael, Tamara, and Ginger. Mm-hmm. Work, which is drag lessons in... Uh, career and life, which is Naomi, Kate, and Dee Dee. And then love, which is romance and relationships, or in some cases, lack thereof, uh, with Vicky, Banksy, and Kara. And uh, again, they were literally just staying next to each other, which I thought was genius because then no one can accuse uh, Tamara of being shady. That is true. That is true. She really was just like, I want you and I want you. I don't care about the rest of you. You're all just standing together. Split down the middle. There you go. Which then turned into a really genius thing of putting two really talented comedians with like a group of two people who needed a lot of help. Yeah. True. Also, no one can accuse her of being shady unless her name is Caramel. <laughs> Cara was a little pressed that she didn't pick her. Yeah. But... That's just going to be our running thing this season. Hating on Posh Spice and Kara being offended uh, that Tamara did something. Listen, I... it's not Tamara's fault. She's never heard Kara tell a joke. <laughs> By the end of this season, she's going to be like, I've actually never met met Kara. Tam- uh, Tamara and Kara are the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith in this competition. God damn it, I was going to make that joke. I am so glad 
someone did because I was thinking and I was like, I'm not the I'm not the pop culture one. I'm not the educated one. I'm the bumpkin on this podcast. I can't make that joke. It won't land. I love that meme so much. It's so funny. It's so good. So fucked. (laughs) For those who don't for those who don't know, there is a meme right now that says because Jada Pinkett Smith has a book coming out where she is spilling all the tea on her relationship. And there's a that meme that no one asked for. That no one asked for. But um, there's a meme right now that says Jada Pinkett Smith admits that she's actually never met Will Smith. <laughs> she also admits she's Tupac. No, wait, she dated Tupac. <laughs> Tupac is her soulmate. Yeah. Tupac is, J- is uh, Jaden's biological father. <laughs> Tupac died like 10 years before that happened, okay? That's a joke. Both of you stop looking at me like that. I mean, maybe she like when he got when he died, she like went to the coroner's office and she had a syringe. Stop. And stop, then she like stop. 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 Anyway, so we get into them talking about the challenge. Um the northerners are all like we're all northerners and we all party better than everyone else, which is a weird thing because I I I guess it's cuz, you know, I'm one bumpkin and two american but it's like we're the party capital of the united kingdom are you sure about that are you sure that's a thing so here's the thing i'm gonna say is that i i look at this and i can tell that neither of you have ever gotten fucking wasted in the middle of nowhere but oh oh my god when all there is to do is drink all you do is drink how dare I got, you? I once got very, very drunk for like three days straight filming a movie in upstate New York in a barn. <laughs> Good times. Good times. We just we just played Flip Cup literally any time we've wrapped. Yeah, it's really sad that they cut you out of the movie X. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see. David, David. I know you've never seen a movie. I don't know what movies are. <laughs> I don't know. And yet you were in one. You filmed one. I filmed several. Is wait, I have a question. Is those who can't watch movies be in them? Yeah. Sure. Let's say yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. um, I I think what I realized is I don't want to watch any more movies. I just want to ask my friends questions about their favorite movies and have them tell them to me because then they'll (laughs) cut out all the boring parts and I get to see my friends be excited about things. I want to get drunk on the podcast and try to give you a summary of The Ring because I think that would be a disaster. Um, I'm going to cut most of this. Well, that's why you you're supposed to take the Nuva ring out eventually. Yeah. But no, I but no to uh, to go back to what I was saying. I think it makes sense for the North to be like the party capital of the UK because like small town drinking is very different from big city drinking. That's fair. That's um, fair. And so you can really like when all you can do is drink, you go harder. Um, I I loved in the walkthrough when they were explaining to Rue what they were doing. And he was like, make it broader, as in, I don't know what the North is. I assume it's where the Starks live. But either way, I'm not going to laugh if you don't make comedy specifically for me. So change this. Listen, when you're the judge, jury, and executioner of your own show, you can do that. 
Exorutioner. Exorutioner. Um, I do love that one of them said A up, which is great. A lovely northerner term is A up chicken. A up chicken? A up chicken. It just means like, what's up? Oh. Ah. I oh, thought it was like, like a you up message. What? I thought it was like a you up message. No, 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 no. A, a up is like, it's like, hey. Um, also, my other favorite is a lot of northern- northerners um, can't say the word the. They say t. Really? Mm-hmm. That's they, odd. Um, and also, they don't say something. They say summe. Summe? Yeah. Ah, oh, linguistics like here on the podcast. I love it. You know, random shit that I know. And then we get uh, we get the work group that kind of just doesn't seem to have that much of an opinion on work. Like, work is absolutely the worst of these three categories. It, it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think they actually did really well with what they had. They did. But, like, oh, party oh, yeah. is the most fun. And, like, love could have been really fun. Yeah. It wasn't, but it could have been. I love the moment where uh, where Kate Butch is like, oh, yeah, I'll have, like, four drinks in three hours. And Rue is staring at her like she just said she slams a handle of vodka in ten minutes. <laughs> Rue was scandalized by that. And even me, even little, uh, oh, my, I've never done this before. Uh, what, what was her name in uh, Sex and the City? Samantha, is that who I am? David's called me that before. Um, I think you mean you're... Charlotte. Charlotte, thank you. I don't You're know Rose these women. from the Golden Girls. I'm also the Rose. I'm aware, but uh, I've even never I don't seen the think Golden that. Girls. I've never seen the Golden Girls either. You both need to fix yourselves, or have the taste of a 90 year old woman like I do. But even I didn't think that was that dramatic. It was like four drinks, like two hours, one drink every 30 minutes. Like if you throw in a glass of water between each one, you're gonna be fine. And like also- it's a lot of calories, but you're fine. I mean, it's like a gin and tonic. It's not like she's slamming adioses. What's an adios? An adios, motherfucker. It's a Long Island iced tea, but instead of Coke, you do blue curacao. Oh, that sounds gross. Why are you putting cocaine in a drink? Not that kind of party, David. <gasps> oh! David, was that a serious question? Judging by the face, I'm going to say yes. David, have you heard... I. I have this new invention I want to I want you to try. It's called Coca-Cola. <laughs> they have a variety of flavors. Some of them are diet, some of them are move. I think you'll like it. One of them's dream. <laughs> that one's weird. It tastes like strawberries. Wait, did you know that there is a Coca-Cola in Japan that has laxatives in it? Yes, you've talked about this on the pod before. I'm so tired. <laughs> so when we get to rue doing her walkthrough she gets the team love uh kara admits she's never been in a relationship longer than two months uh and she wants to talk about self-love mm-hmm. they're calling their whole thing chucking away the rule book and we start talking about one of the biggest through lines of this episode banksy and vicky's relationships yes uh, vicky met her boyfriend fiance on line mm-hmm. which is rare they're in an open relationship and they're uh wanting to do a honeymoon to america route 66 which is More like cute. route 66 i'm surprised i'm surprised you didn't say route 69 honestly it's late um and we also find out banksy's partner is a trans woman yes 
and and Banksy kind of talks a lot about their partner coming out mm-hmm. and the journey of being like I am actually made of the fluidity of sexuality of being like I'm really not I'm not falling in love with genitals or a gender I'm falling in love with a person and mm-hmm. I love this person if I could be like real or vulnerable on the podcast real fast like labels are wonderful and comforting but if you kind of move past a label or transcend a label it's not a failure it's just life she banksy fell in love with someone and you know i guess technically it is a heterosexual relationship now but you know no it's not no it's not banksy's not binary that's fair that's fair you know what that's completely fair that and i do apologize for that it's not kendall gender who is in a straight relationship right i'm just saying it's beautiful seeing banksy just be in love and fuck the labels this is the person i love i really hope that we don't hear about banksy's girlfriend or partner much more though because i really don't want this to become their entire narrative Mm -hmm. i think that's one thing that like happened to scaredy cat was like the only reason you're here is heterosexuality um that's also what happened to um maddie thank you um versus like i love one of truly one of my favorite moments in canada's drag race the entire series is learning about patch kendall's um i think girlfriend maybe partner i don't know what term uh they use for each other but learning that kendall was dating a trans woman at the 11th hour was like oh if this had been an american season that would have been your entire story oh absolutely i I love that we're getting we're finally pulling away from that a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah It, it was just a really beautiful conversation that i thought was very warm and nice and you know it was pleasant, I guess, is a nice way to put it. And also, David, mm-hmm. Mr. Gorin, did you see Vicky's boyfriend? Of course because I saw that man, boyfriend. that man is like, oh my god, that is every guy you used to stalk. Oh yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not attracted to Vicky. I'd be in that threesome just to get, get with the hottest. Yeah. Um, I will say this that like, I mean, a part of me says maybe I should say this later. But I'm going to say it now, because here we are. Say it now. Um, I feel like the way that they could have done better, because I feel like we've already alluded to the fact that they did not do well, um, is the joke should have been those who can't do teach disaster classes. And it should have been um, like Kara teaching like teaching class. And then the anchoring would have been um, Banksy and vicky's relationships someone who doesn't have a relationship to speak of giving relationship advice is comedy gold yeah why did you look at me when you said that my eyes have been drifting all over the place because i have a lazy eye it's not my fault i have the eye on the prize and the eye on the uh vending machine across the hall (laughs) i'm so tired we're so tired <laughs> but no uh so the next day in the workroom they mm-hmm. come in uh not too much happens we get uh more um we get a further discussion on uh banksy talking about their partner 
and just a real exploration of that. It's incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And then it's tied... And so is her partner. She oh, is yeah. gorgeous. Stunning. Um, warm fuzzies all the way down. And then just speaking of beautiful happy. and stunning and warm fuzzies all the way down, we never talk about RuPaul's outfit. Never. Except for every episode, but we do. I loved this. This was so pretty. It, it, it was one of those moments where, like, seeing Ru in such a different silhouette made me go... <gasps> She it was also perf- on, was on theme. Yeah, I was going to say, it was the perfect Rue Zort look. Yeah. yeah. Which is, Rue doesn't typically wear things that are on theme for the episode. Michelle tends to, but Rue tends to, like, the color is orange and I'm in green. <laughs> I think Speak- this is that one time that Princess wore a better version of what Rue was wearing. Oh, um, dang. Shots fired. Episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. I... Uh, can, can we, why was Michelle dressed like Yara Sophia in All Stars 1? She looked insane! I, part of me went, did, did she do her hair like this to make that ponytail joke? Because, Michelle, it wasn't a good enough joke to justify this. No, that wig was hateful. I was not a wig. That was a wig. As I say. Michelle wears wigs. She, I think she has extensions, but she doesn't do wigs. Yeah. Oh. Girl. Yes, Mr. Gord? I was going to say, I looked it up. Um, I could not find what house Michelle walked for. Mm-hmm. So I think she just walked in balls. I don't think she walked for a house. But her original... Yeah. I think so. All right. Um, but her original name was actually um, Kata. Because it was, I think, like, face in Spanish or something like that. Um, but she kept mispronouncing it, so she changed her name to Visage. Or her okay. surname to Visage. So, there you go. I love that. That's Thank you. Cool. You're very welcome. Very cool. And I still hate this hair. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, and then Alan Carr. Being spicy. I like I like Alan Carr. Um, I just like Graham Norton more, so I'm like, okay, it's an Alan episode. I like them both. I like them both so much. I just think they're wonderful guest judges. Like, they're, I mean, not guest judges, co judges. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are they? Do you like them as much as the hilarious Ross Matthews? Well, it's kind of like when you go to a diner and you want a slice of cake, so you order a slice of cake and you eat the cake. And then it didn't really satisfy, so you order another slice, and you eat that one too. And then you go home, and you're thinking about cake some more, so you go on DoorDash, and then you get some cake, and then you realize what you really wanted was a sandwich. Just like that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, I, I have nothing against Ross Matthews, I just don't think they're very good at their job. I think that Ross used to be one of the single best, like, Ross early seasons is so good and then just suddenly loses it i think it's just the fact that like the thing about ross matthews is the fact that like they built their career on being a certain thing but also i think that they were never really aware of what their thing was so like when it comes out naturally like i think he's great on drew barrymore but it's because he's kind of doing his like thing. And I kind of feel like when he's trying to be serious, it's when he's 
kind of failing. So, like, now he's, like, trying to be, like, a good judge and not a no-nonsense drag mouth. I think I said that wrong. There you go. No-nonsense drag mouth. Are you saying that Other name for this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Are you saying that Ross Matthews is the Alyssa Edwards of Drag Race judges? I want I want photos of Ross Matthews wearing Alyssa's like poofy camera dre- or the ugly that ugly ass like quinceanera flamenco dress like that'd be I, I want that I want those now someone get on Photoshop immediately David learn Photoshop <laughs> and send me these pictures I'm actually very good at I Photoshop want photos when of Spider Man <laughs> I will say this um, I apologize. Let's try this. Uh-oh. I apologize. I'm I don't want this. I feel like a beast. <laughs> was that supposed to be Ross Matthews? <laughs> that was horrible. David. <laughs> that David, was so bad. David, I need you to give <laughs> an apology to Katy Perry for that. <laughs> and we're never having immunity again. <laughs> Oh, Wait, why do I have to tweet it to Katy Perry? Because Alyssa Edwards had to, and she did the worst Snatch Game ever. When uh, when Alyssa Edwards did a Snatch Game so bad they never did Immunity again, uh, she had to tweet a RuPology to Katy Perry for uh, impersonating her so badly. <laughs> and she did. It was great. Season... Um, the old have you ever kissed the a girl? Last. Ru never. Wait, did RuPaul make her do this, or did she do it yes. as like? No, RuPaul said on the main stage, "You have to apologize to Katy Perry." <laughs> the old season. I don't remember this, but that's amazing. It's so good. Um, um, honestly, you should rewatch season five. Uh, <laughs> Again, because it just is so good. Um, but we're not watching that season five. No, we're we're not, watching this we're season not. five. We're watching this season five. Um, that's amazing. I... So does anyone know who this lady is? I do. Uh, you, oh, you mean the guest judge. Uh, her name is, what was her name? Uh, I meant Serene the Jones. Matthews. <laughs> no more, no more cake in a diner. Yeah. Uh, okay. David, you know everything. I'm a bumpkin. Who's Serene Jones? So Serene Jones is an actress. Um, she was mostly known for being on a British soap opera. Um, and I think the famous story with her is that she botched her audition and she was like, I'm never going to be on the soap opera. And then they called her and they were like, we really like you. So we're going to create a character for you. Um, I think that's her story. Like that's kind of her story. Um, also she was on an episode of Doctor Who. Which one? I think she was on the, on a Dalek episode. Dang, those are the big ones. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. What? Okay. Uh, I'm kind of curious what uh, soap opera it was. Oh my god, I wrote it down. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> of course you looked it up. Of course. Mr. Straight A student. Meanwhile, Joe and I are over here in the back of the class like, I'm reading a comic book. They're uh, sexting a man twice their age. We're horrible students in comparison. Coronation Street. Coronation Street, okay. How dare you? I was sexting men who were like two to three years older than me in high school. (laughs) 
And for legal reasons, I was also 18 at the time. I'm just gonna, you're just gonna have to know that I'm shaking my head. Uh, anyway, uh, that's cool. Uh, I really liked her. I really liked her. I've enjoyed the guest judges the last couple weeks because they've all wanted to play ball, which yeah. is just so nice. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like those early, it feels like those early seasons were like, the guest judges were friends of theirs who liked the show rather than we had to, we got this famous person who doesn't want to be here joel McHale. yep i just uh it's hard for me to say i've loved every guest judge this season because he had that crazy lady episode one i know i knew you and you were nothing where's my bottle but she like was the so most drunk she would have heard kate butch say she had four drinks in three hours and what ha we have a sober person here i love i support your lifestyle why am i making her from chicago she would have been like four four drinks in an hour four drinks in five minutes three hours four drinks in three hours it's not that bad rude jeez she's the 70s weren't that long ago (laughs) so up first was team work uh, turn your nine to five to a ten out of ten. Uh, teamwork. Yeah, it's cute. I didn't get that, but good job. Uh, Kate, Kate killed this. Yeah. in my opinion. So Kate it's really, did so good. So it starts out, and you have Dee Dee going first, and she's kind of giving a speech about something or other, and then they do the single smartest thing that any team does. They created props that were anagram jokes. Which yes. Are, are acronym jokes, which all which felt like they were teaching a real class. Mm-hmm. And so it gave both Dee Dee and uh, Naomi a moment to pull out this thing that says dildo, but I'm going to read it. And I think that what would have made it even funnier is if they'd had it be like, they'd had something to cover it, and it was like, D, I. And like, you realized it was dildo as you went, mm-hmm. rather than the word dildo being pulled up. But mm-hmm. fantastic. Then we had uh, Naomi talk for 45 minutes without telling a joke. It's similar to me on this podcast. I'm. Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> I said my... I mentioned myself. I know. I'm joking. And I'm being self-deprecating. Uh, honestly, you're stealing my lines. It, I uh, am. Do wait, I, I have a question. Do either of you remember that, like, Miss America clip that went viral... About her being like, most Americans need maps in the classroom. Oh, where she got really flustered and like was trying to correct herself and it got more and more embarrassing and we were all laughing about it. That's what Naomi was doing. Except not, because she was actually, what she said wasn't wrong. Like, (laughs) Naomi was really coherent. It just was clear. So I think that like, teamwork and team love did opposite things. Team Love very clearly scripted the entire thing and then didn't write competent enough notes to know what everything they were supposed to say was. Team Work didn't script enough and just had scripted beats to get to. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, Naomi is so wonderful when she opens her mouth that hearing her talk about, like, her voice being something she was made fun of a lot for, Mm -hmm. I was like... I was so sad. I was so upset. And then, and then Kate started and I was like, this is, this is genius. Yeah. 
Kate was the single funniest person in the episode. She just was not on a team that was doing particularly well. No. Yeah. I lost all my makeup skills in a house fire is one of the best lines I've heard all year. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, she is doing, she is as funny as her makeup is terrible. <laughs> Um, Your makeup is terrible. Do you love me anyway? Also, why didn't Dee Dee wear a chunky necklace? I hate you're you're talking about that like clear boot mm-hmm. plate delineation line. I hate right? it. Those things drive me nuts. It drives me nuts. Like I get it because sometimes you just don't have a necklace that fits, but it looks so weird. And it's, someone... it's also one of those things I don't understand why so many queens are doing the all the way up to the neck one, which I think looks a lot worse than the titty bra that you can cover. I think James Mansfield. Because I think that when you have, um, I think the titty bra is good to cover. But when they're out, it's but better when to have it go all the when way When the up. girls are out, it's better to have it all go all the way up. You just have to have a necklace. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it was definitely, I noticed it too. Yeah. Um, like, Dee Dee was inoffensive. She, like, Dee Dee clearly had the most written of the three of them and, like, delivered her stuff serviceably and then mm-hmm. went to the dildo thing. It was very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. up next we have Team Party and... Oh? Uh-huh. Party. Why is it... What? Oh, uh-huh. That That's the thing they're, like, putting on merchandise right now. It was so funny. I had no idea what Tomorrow was saying. It, the, I had what, no what, idea what she was saying. You know it was so smartest, funny. You know what the smartest thing they did the entire time was? Shoplift? <laughs> Not have Tamara talk for, like, a chunk of it and just do physicality. Yeah. Because, again, Tamara is so special. There is something there that I'm so thrilled by in a way that I, yeah. like, didn't expect in the first few weeks. And so, like, having Michael and Vicky, who are just... That was wrong. Having Michael and Ginger just be so hysterical mm-hmm. and have such a planned, we have dialogue, we are, we know everything, and everything is planned, and all Tamara has to do is land these physical punchlines. Incredible. Yeah. Now, Joe, are you a Jordy girl? Uh, no, I like my liver. <laughs> it's a new, me and my, me and my liver are rebuilding our relationship right now um you had a toxic relationship but instead of getting rid of it you went to therapy with it and you found common ground and now you're in you're you're slowly finding love again with your liver well we were and then my my liver tweeted that uh it had never actually met me and it was in love with tupac instead (laughs) very upsetting no it was in love with biggie um I love when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> also, I do want to point out something. They fully messed up one of their last lines. Oh, which one? Um, I there's a there's a part where they all say something together, and one of them starts saying something that starts with an S, and the other two don't, and you hear a syllabic S just go out and then come back, and they finish the line together. <laughs> okay. I, I I haven't seen the episode multiple times, so I couldn't tell you which one, but it's like. Rewatch it, and, like, it's a weird moment in, like, one of the last lines. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then speaking of very fun, um... Not this. The next not one's not this. fun at all. The next one... Team... <sighs> Banks... Team Love... 
Put the disaster in disaster class. Literally, Banksy forgets their tagline, which is just throwing out the rule book. And she does not have it written on her note cards because she doesn't look at them to just go, shit, what's my line? Great. So she's just standing there for probably 85 minutes being like, She's confused. I'm confused. She's I'm, embarrassed. We're all embarrassed. I'm Kara's annoyed. She's the moderator. Kara's sex toys have been stolen by ex-boyfriends. Uh, <laughs> a fish is there. Like, why? Kara pukes up chocolate. Kara but pukes that, but chocolate. We, we get into, like, Vicky. So, I think that, like, the thing that made the middle group so strong was they interacted. Whereas yes. the first and third groups kind of had... These are our individual moments, but we're not talking very much. Um, we got, like, Vicky's story felt like she forgot she was talking and just stopped. Like, it was, it was literally, like, half the story. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, we met on, we met online. It can happen. Anyway, I'm not going to talk for the rest of this. Um, and then Kara's like, I'm unlovable. David, can you explain the fish? Is it a British thing? I don't know. I feel like the fish was. I. I when she did it, I was like, "Is it a reference to um, the f- Alexis?" Oh yeah. I. I, I actually was. was like, "Is it Alexis St. Paul's fish?" That's what I thought it was. I, I mean, it, listen. Let him die in dignity. Fuck. It was just. It was so weird. Also, Kara, just talk with your mouth full. Don't, don't do that spit on the chocolate. Disgusting. Like I, I'm gonna like we're about to get to judging, but I do just want to say, it should have been Banksy and Kara in the bottom, and I would have been upset, but it, that would have been the correct choice. Yeah, it was. I disagree. It was just uncomfortable. I, I'm curious. Is it related to runway or is it related to performance? I'm actually curious. Um, both. For me, I it was f- runway both i think that her runway was stellar but also um but also i think that like in a challenge where you're supposed to get laughs banksy still got laughs kara and um naomi did not and also Um, i naomi got laughs one time but still she did worse in the challenge than banksy i i think that banksy derailed her group so aggressively that like like they threw her under the bus and they absolutely threw her under the bus but like Banksy literally paused for 10 seconds in the middle of a challenge and never managed to get her feet back under her I'd like to point out that Vicky forgot Kara and Banksy's names confused yeah, and I did not care because it wasn't the worst thing that in that group. Yeah. Also, and I'm gonna say one more very important thing. Um, Kate Butch is a fucking liar because she told us Banksy was funny that one time. <laughs> oh, I thought you were Shady going to cow. S- I thought you were going to say that um, it's not Vicky's fault because Kara and Banksy look exactly alike. <laughs> I mean, can you tell them apart? I'm calling my lawyer. I'm calling my lawyer. You're awful. You're all awful. I'm going home. 
In fairness, no one knows who the real Banksy is. Maybe it is Kara. <laughs> that that's why they got the names confused. Because Kara is secretly Banksy, and Banksy is just Banksy. I'm confused now. So we're moving on to the runway. <laughs> Take it to the runway. Runway. Okay. So this runway category is Slaycation. Slaycation. All, all I ever wanted. Slaycation. Have to slay it. That's what happens when uh, National Lampoon's Vacation uh, turned into a horror movie. Mm. So, first up was Dee Delicious, and I wrote a sexy set of curtains. I I didn't like this, and then she did the tearaway, and I was like, that's fun. It was fun. I think I would have liked it more if she didn't have the baby. I feel like the MILF storyline that she was trying to sell just fell flat. Yeah. Um, also, The baby should have been in a backpack. Because <laughs> that worked and so she, well last time. I think that what she should have done if she wanted to do a baby thing was pretend to be pregnant and then do the tear away and then the baby falls out. That's gross. I hate Re- that. You're such a Barbie fan that you think this is a good idea. <laughs> We're not talking about Midge. Um, We're talking no, about Midge. I wasn't talking about the Midge. I was talking about that one pregnant barbie you could take the baby out of yeah that's that midge. was midge was it yeah that's yes. midge for some reason i thought it was an official barbie no it was midge it was an official i mean barbie. it is an official barbie midge is a midge. barbie well midge is midge but you know yeah. what doesn't matter i i midge I, is married I, to alan it's a marriage of convenience okay so mayor midge of <laughs> convenience never mind um yeah. my problem with this look is i'm actually with david because I don't think it's a bad look, and when she does the tear away, it's great. It's just the baby adds nothing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really add to this storyline of I'm in a sexy, flowy caftan thing, and I'm here at beaches, and I'm having a good time. I spent the good money and got myself a private cabana. Woo! I think you mean I... sandals. Whatever. But also, I just want to say, yeah, beaches is a gay club. Um <laughs> No, it's I a know sad that, movie. I know that. No, it's also a. It's a gay bar in WeHo. I know. We go to bitches, yeah. Anyway, um, I also want to say, Pope, when Dee Dee walked in, you were like, she looks so much like Crystal, which is a mean thing to say. Crystal has very good makeup. Um, I think she looks a lot like Cheryl Hole. In this look, I'll give you that. Like this look, I I saw was like, oh Cheryl, and yeah. then um. Michelle gives her another makeup note, and then Rue's like, I like your makeup. It's like, you can't take a makeup note from RuPaul. What does okay. she know? All right, if we're going to jump there, if we're just going to take a little side swipe over here real quick. RuPaul says Dee Dee looks like uh, Margaret Thatcher. I would have killed myself on the stage right then. I would have just tied the news, jumped Show off. Me. Like, I would have ended it. Because you look like a young Margaret Thatcher. Rue, that I, is the meanest thing. I genuinely ever wondered said. in that moment if RuPaul knew who Margaret Thatcher was. I don't think she does. I, don't think she does. Also, I really don't think she does. Just to, I know we're about to get to the next look, but I just want to show you the picture I took of it um, because it is very funny. Can you see how we can't uh, even no. see it? Send it in our group chat. Yeah, we'll send it in the group chat. Right. Um, sending it to the group chat. We can post it on the story. Also, if it oh. stays in the episode, but it's very funny. Pope, don't kill yourself on the main stage. Pull a Wizard of Oz and do it in the background of the workroom. No, 
I'll do it in the back of the runway <laughs> and say how long it takes for them to notice. Next time you do a death drop, reverse that and drop dead. <laughs> drop dead. Yeah. Um, do kind of like a, um, no, you should do kind of like a, um, like a, a, a Laganja and fall from the ceiling. But instead of falling from the ceiling and landing in a split, you just go, <laughs> let's get physical. What? <laughs> I it's got she really dark. You're, you're, you're on top of the Empire State Building. Is she going to jump from there? <laughs> so, all right, all right. Moving on to Kate Butch. I hate this. I it's not good. hate that. She can't walk in this. I Okay, I liked the idea. Um, I liked no. the no. flipper heels. I the like flipper those. heels were so stupid they kind of came exactly. Great. That's why no, that's why I'm saying I liked the idea. I didn't like the execution. Yeah, I, I you know what I hated the wig. The wig yes. was like it's a bedazzled scuba suit <laughs> with a bejeweled uh, snorkel and the flip flops, and there's a net on her back that's supposed to be a train, but she can't walk. She keeps getting tangled up in it so it's not even dolphin safe so like what this is awful i hate this yeah it's i so i I think that like in general one like this was not custom made this is a 30 dollar wetsuit from amazon she tweeted about it she was like rupaul asked me on the main stage if i made my jumpsuit and i said yes because lying is easier than another h&m moment at least she at least she glittered it up like she wrote her name yeah so badly the name looks so bad yeah everything about this i'm like i'm like you can tell that kate butch is a man because she has bad handwriting (laughs) Ah. that's really how gender is decided is your handwriting good um joe can't write and that's why they don't have a gender my handwriting was good and then it became bad which is called being which is called transitioning (laughs) i love it so after her is Miss Naomi Carter, and this look reminds me of, like, a 90s Barbie that never existed. Yeah. I love this wig. I love this look. The wig, love the, the makeup, look. everything. The cocaine on the nose. I think it's supposed to be snow, but I, I, I like where you're at. But, like, the glitter on... She, she, she's very liberal with her use of glitter and all of her makeup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She... Uh, yeah, she looks stunning. I really love this, like, pink snowsuit. It was very cute. It was very 90s. It was very fun. I think And it is... follows the prompt. What a yeah. concept. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that... No, the, not next is... We're going to we'll get, get to the one that... We'll get there. No, next is Tamara. Uh, Tamara. I hate the cut of this. Why does it look so familiar? It was serving... Um, Oh god, what's her name? Abby Bominable from Monster High. That's where I've seen it. I've seen like a I've seen Sugar do a version of this outfit that was a little sluttier or something. Well, yeah. less slutty. Sh- Sugar or... Sugar did a fur thing in or maybe Spice. One of them did a fur thing in this color scheme. Yeah. And it was what they were I think got eliminated in even. Yeah. No, no they got eliminated in those horrible doll was outfits. That, yeah. No, they and Spice got eliminated in the uh, in a thing she made herself. But there was a there was a, a runway that I think was similar to this where yeah. she wore something in this color scheme. I hate how big the panty is. 
Like, it is yeah. A lo- they're they're kind of granny panties, but a thong. It's well, like, it's... it's granny panties. It's like tying off on the side. It it just feels like it was, it feels like she didn't, like she had this made, but couldn't go to fittings for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, they couldn't actually get the proportion correct. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't hate it. That's the problem. Like, I think that hat is ridiculous. I like the colors on her. This mm-hmm. uh, jacket is pretty nice. And at the very least, it's more on theme than some. But I just felt like I'd seen it before. So I think the biggest problem with, doing a, with doing a snowsuit is we've had two different snowsuit categories at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've had... Um, uh, we've had Miami Summer Realness, and we had um, the one from All Stars 8 that just happened. And yeah. don't forget the Frozen Ball. Like, people did that, too. Yeah. Um, I-, I did forget the Frozen Ball. Well, so did GG Good. Uh, I will say, Tamara did win a lot of points with me at the very end where she went, Burr! Shh! Yeah. Because that is so stupid, and I will always laugh at that. Um, also, it's funny because she's not the only one who had, like, something that was like, it's a thong. And in reality, I was like, that's not a thong. Because, um, Dee Delicious also was like, and then I reveal into a thong. And I'm like, that is a very thick thong. Thong to thong thong I mean, thong. it would be a thong if she had her ass out and you could, was actually going into mm-hmm. it. So, after Tamara <laughs> Burr shushes, uh, it's Michael Maruli. And Maruli has this really cute idea where she's going to be a postcard so here's my problem my problem with this is i love it i kind of wish it didn't have the postcard because i love the outfit itself but then the postcard is also really fun and when she turns around i like that little detail so i don't know how i feel about this one i think she should have done it the way trinity does things like this where it's like falling behind her and she can lift it up oh Mm. the cake like the the uh, I've seen yeah. those, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trinity Trinity does it a lot. We've had a lot of queens do it. Just because she couldn't really walk in this, and that was kind of my biggest problem. I loved this. This was my favorite look of the night. Oh, I really? loved I want to be clear. I adored this look. Like, I yeah, genuinely, it's a great look. Like, this is the second... Like, Michael Maruli is someone who's, like, I don't... There's something about the personality right now that's just not jiving with mine. But all of her runways, I'm like, you're a fucking genius. She does, she is doing a different type of drag. She is doing British drag. Yeah, she really is. we do not see that in America. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, we talk a lot about the homogenization of drag through drag race, and a lot of these girls feeling like U.S. queens because they're young enough that they came up in drag with the with drag race as a mm-hmm. thing michael is doing british drag in such an excellent way that it's just so exciting it's so good it's, i love it it's camp and it's intelligent and it's funny and it's it's just great and david i actually wanted to ask you mm-hmm. does this look like a Katy perry look to you not the postcard itself but like the out the like sparkly outfit she was wearing it looked so much like something from teenage dream and i don't know why um i'd have to look at it again it kind of reminded me more of barbie um but uh, I, it gave me Barbie vibes. It gave me Barbie. Um, but like, I just, I don't know. Like, I love those. Like, one of my favorite bags that I have. It looks like a postcard. So I just kind of love that. Mo- like that. Like, wish you were here motif. 
Um, and when she was walking down, I was like, oh my God, this looks like a postcard. I wish it had a postcard. And then she turned around and I was like, oh my God, I got what I wanted. It was so um, good. It was so it was good. Genius. It was and genius. I will also say if, if there was going to be a single winner this week, it would have been Michael. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and if there was going to be someone. Oh, I was going to say partially because up next we have Ginger Johnson. And I don't know where she's going, but I don't want to go there. I have never hated a runway this <laughs> much. She what was like, "I made this two fuck? hours before I left," and I went, "You should have finished. You should have just not finished it. You should I have walked tell. out in nothing because it would have been a better runway than this." There are two people who I was just kind of like, "Did you look at the prompts and go, yeah, not this one?" Because there were two people that I genuinely was like, "You, that is not the prompt." I mean, with this what one, it's very... It, it feels like she didn't have a runway for this week. Yeah. Um, no. But, she, like, I guess the idea is she's going to space? space. Yeah. Well, come on, I Teletubby. Guess. Teleport us to Mars. Like, it's one of those things where also I... While I understand the urge to use that, like, 1950s retrofuturism and that style, it also does not translate to Drag Race. No. And we have yet to see someone do it in a way that did not land them squarely in the bottom but this is an episode of first because ginger gets to win in this because her group did really well yeah and sometimes the runways don't matter sometimes they don't sometimes they don't but this is definitely the look i'm going to think about when i'm thinking worst drag race runways Mm -hmm. because this is just what the fuck is this supposed to be this isn't number one on that list right pope oh it's not it's it's just in my top like 15 Okay, I was going to say, because after a long night of hooking. <laughs> you know what? The, you know the worst part? She just had the crazy chicken outfit. She didn't have that made. She just had that outfit. She just had that outfit. You know it. what the worst part is? What? She had to redemption it, and she still looked bad. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. maybe looked worse. Oh, Lord. Ginger, if you ever do an all-star and you have to redeem this look, God help you. Just... If you're no ginger, if you ever do an all star and you have to redeem this look, just instead of trying to make this look work, just do the prompt again. <laughs> or just do a Judy Jetson. No, just do the prompt again. Just decide to make a vacation look. She's not even mm-hmm. a Judy Jetson hooker. Like, what is the storyline for this outfit? What is she's the not concept? a Judy Jetson hooker because Judy Jetson, I hardly know her. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bad looks, next Speaking up was Speaking of people I Vicky. hardly know. Okay. Poor Vicky. I think I know more about Vicky's boyfriend than I know about Vicky at this point. Same. I'm never as impressed by Vicky as I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really like Vicky's light, and I really like her energy, and yes. I always just find her to be very whelming. Yeah. Not under, not over, just whelmed. Yeah, this outfit um, was, like, cute in, like, a Dollywood meets Gaga's Joanne era. I mean, I feel like I know what happened. I feel like she was worried about lip syncing. Yeah. I feel like th- maybe the reveal wasn't finished in time. My problem isn't the fact it's formless. I feel like you can actually make formless look interesting or good. Mod. Like, mod fashion was basically, you yeah. know, without silhouette. But she looks like a box, and not an interesting one. She looks like a tissue box, a pink one. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. 
I love the concept. I mm-hmm. love the concept of we're vacationing at a dude ranch because like we're white in America and that's what vacation. we do. Like, like, I think that there is something really fun about picking another vacation. I wish someone had just been a tourist. Yeah, that like, would be so had, fun. Like, a fanny pack and a visor and, like, Wore Mickey Mouse And, like, a selfie stick. Socks with sandals, but bedazzled socks and high-heeled sandals. Oh, that yes. would have been so funny. Yeah, it would have been very Barb and Star go to visit Del Mar. Just so yeah. stupid. I like, I would yeah. love that. It it could be great. This is not great. Correct. This left this left my cake out in the rain. That's a reference to the fact that Delta did do a look like that once. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Next we have Kara, who looked beautiful, Incredible. but not the prompt as far it's as I'm so, concerned. I know. I know. She is completely. So you could argue. She's a snow bunny hooker. I feel like that's an argument you could make, but I don't, I know, I'm not going to make that argument. She just didn't do the fucking prompt. prompt. No, I, I know what she did. What'd she do? I'm lip syncing this week. Oh. I'm going to wear my good, I'm going to wear my good. The thing that is insane about Vicky is that she was in the weakest group and still put those shoes on. Um, Same with Banksy. Both of them put incredibly hard to perform in shoes on. And I was like, y'all should be careful. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, Kara, uh, Kara was like, you know what? I'm putting on uh, I'm putting on the pleaser. I'm not putting on a pleaser. I'm putting on a, sh- a, a sensible four inch. I'm putting on an outfit that will look incredible as I move. It vaguely fits the prompt because everyone else here is doing snow. And I'm about to tear this fucking place down. Yeah. Did she tear the place down? I, I used to say. But she was ready to. She if was. she had to lip sync for her motherfucking life, she was fucking ready. Joe, what does that have to do with anything? Do you know what it has to do with? It has to do with the fact that Tamara has never seen her lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new favorite joke, or I'm really tired. I can't tell. Well, I, you know, what, what actually happened is that she asked Tamara... For inspiration on this look, and she's like, "I've never seen you on a vacation." <laughs> I'm gonna be editing this, and I'm just gonna be like, "What the fuck was wrong with us?" You're either gonna be editing it and saying that, or you're gonna be editing it and just still laughing. I hope. I hope so. So, <laughs> final runway, Banksy. And this is my favorite look of the night, actually. I love this oh look. My fucking god! Oh, she so looks good. fucking expensive. This is like a a Gottmik middle look in the ball bag chop. A it money bag. This is like the Gottmik money bags look. It is so good. She's the it's... villain in a kids movie about skiing. I also she... loved that it was a cat suit with a bikini. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's so great. The I one thing it. I didn't like is I don't like this wig. I thought it looked good on her. I think I just don't like it. I don't have a reason. I think it's the wrong color. I just didn't like the wig. Fair enough. I mean, like, that's I, fine. Part, part of me is like, I think I just really like Banksy and red hair. So I was like, oh, blonde, boring. It. I do like that, even though I do associate her with red, mm-hmm. and I think that's a sign of her, like, branding. Stamping stamping yeah. because like i have a color i associate with her uh, i do like the fact that almost every runway she's tried a different color which i do appreciate yeah um 
but she looks so good. She looks so good. She looks incredible. It's uh, like if there was a reason not to put her in the bottom, and she should have been in the bottom. I'll stand by that one. This is why you don't put her in the bottom because that look is so fucking good. I mean, I think between the look and the like, the look and the fact that she did get a few solid laughs, that's why she didn't end up in the bottom. I don't remember her solid laughs. I can tell you what they are, but I do remember that she got solid laughs. They're nine inches and fully functioning. Um, I also think that there's a level of, like... I, again, I just think that she was such a catalyst for her group doing poorly. Mm -hmm. And when you're taking on the role as moderator... There, and you're taking on a leadership role, and you're putting yourself in that, there is, I think, a higher expectation to do well, and I just don't think she did well. Yeah, I think that my issue, like, the sort of thing that I kind of have an issue with, to an extent with this, is the fact that, like, so basically, to move along, um, group two wins, and then if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. Yes. Every girl gets critiques. Yes. I think it's less of a, if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom, and more of a... We are now giving notes to everyone who is not... The, we didn't have any winning notes because all three of them won, so we're just giving notes to everyone because we have six slots to fill. Well, she says, you're all the bottoms. She did say that. That like, was something out. RuPaul did say. Well, then they got to Kate Butch and they were like, you're wonderful. <laughs> no, they had problems with her outfit. We all had problems we with her outfit. We all had problems with her outfit. <laughs> but I mean, I think that it's one of those things where it was very much like you either had a great outfit and a poor presentation or a great presentation and a poor outfit. Yeah. Where it was Dee Dee fall. Who? Poor outfit. Oh, Dee Dee. Yeah. They didn't like Dee Dee's outfit and I didn't understand why. The only thing is I felt like the baby was distracting from the outfit. Yeah. Uh, but again, they tell her she looks like young Margaret Thatcher. And again, I applaud Dee Dee for, being strong enough to not throw herself out a window. Mm-hmm. At least he called her young. At least she called her young. Yeah. Um, Especially throw the baby at Rue. <laughs> they they did hate that wig. Uh, they did say it wasn't Kate's like lack of outfit or inability to walk. It was the wig. They yeah. hated Kate's wig. <laughs> they hated that the wig. wig. Hated her. It was a hateful wig. You can also tell that they like weren't crazy about the outfit because at one point one of them, I think Alan Carr said. Um, a, bedaz- a bedazzled snorkel does not make an outfit. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, the outfit was boo-boo. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. But uh, Kate did so wonderfully in the yeah. challenge. And she was, she looked great on the stage. Mm-hmm. They, they get to uh, Naomi and they're like, what, why were you dressed like that? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sad to see Naomi in the bottom because I think that she was on such a great trajectory. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, f- I just feels like the wrong choice. I also wouldn't have minded a moment where it's like, Oh, two girls with a win are now in the bottom together because they were in the worst group and they were the two worst in the worst group. That is stakes versus this, where it was like, okay, Naomi's not going to win against Kara because Kara's a main character. I mean, is a main character, yeah. I mean, other thing that I will say is that, like, unless I'm completely misremembering something, I feel like Kara's been somewhat circling the drain. So it was, like, a mercy killing at that point. I don't... You mean Naomi. Naomi, oh my god. 
I mean, I think we're Naomi did rather wonderfully last week. Naomi's maybe not the best, but I think that, like, ever since they, like, ever since they, like, actually got to know her, they've been like, oh, you're, like, there's something here. Yes, but I also feel like she's just not, like, there's something here, but she's not, like... She's not fully cooked. Exactly. Like, I think that there are some queens that I can already tell who are the chaff, and... There are already, and there are queens that I'm like, you're fully formed. If they can push you, they will, unless you pull a Valentina. We are getting to the point where they are making the decisions on who is going to be our main characters and who is not. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly it's honest, why I'm very worried because we're not at Snatch Game yet. And Kate Butch, there's not a comedy challenge next week, and I'm worried for Kate Butch. Uh, it is a rusical next week, but I wanted to say before we, you know, get to our lip sync and our bottom two, who we've oh, already we said. Have, we, have a, we have a whole conversation. We got a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we get to Untucked, which I'll admit on Drivers UK is usually a nothing sandwich mm-hmm. with a nothing burger. and Or they try to murder someone. Or someone tries to get killed, yes. Or someone does get killed. It's so... It wasn't quite a Scarlet Harlot, no. but it mm-hmm. felt like a Scarlet Harlot. So during the notes, um, Vicky and uh, Vicky mentioned that Banksy, as the moderator, um, failed and that she feels she would have done a better job. And Kara says that Banks that somebody dropped some lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and Banksy's like, I feel very attacked by that, and the fact that you guys just uh, sat up there and threw me under the bus feels really shitty because i would never do that to you even though we didn't do well i think we should have gone down as a team and basically Kara's like i didn't attack you and vicky's like Kara and vicky are so non-self-aware about it that they yeah. cannot fathom that they have done something wrong it doesn't mm-hmm. occur to them it's not registering at all that they said or did anything to uh Banksy and you're watching I've watched the thing uh, the the judging twice just to make sure and they do like throw Banksy under that crosstown bus as soon as they can yeah and like the other thing that makes it so shitty is like Kara literally famously in this season had a massive problem with someone for saying something shady in front of Rue yeah mm-hmm. Like, specifically, not because of what they said, but because they had said it in the company of RuPaul, and they thought that could negatively affect them. Kara had a massive problem and made it everyone's issue. Mm-hmm. And so I just wish that she had then been, like, a little bit better about understanding that? that saying it on the main stage was shitty. I agree. I also kind of think that there's something about Kara where she's playing the... Um like the potster game which is basically like which i think speaks more to her f- personal fears than anything else i think she's playing reality television exactly i think that in general we get a lot of people playing reality television on drag mm-hmm. race uk because they're not making money so this is more of a springboard mm-hmm. like bag of chips is more successful than the vivian because she played Drag Race UK really well and garnered it into a career of doing much better reality television in the UK. Yeah. Much better. Every I time I could... do a bag of chips voice, I sound more and more like a horrible dying toad. 
so more and more like bag of chips. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Banksy, so there's that brief moment where Banksy stormed out. She goes, she has a cigarette. And I gotta applaud her. She just comes back in and's like, I do apologize for my outburst. But yeah. while she's out, while she's out, Kate also goes, you guys were wrong. And what Banksy is saying is true. And even if you guys don't see it that way, Banksy is not in the wrong here. And you guys are making her feel crazy. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Pope. No, I just was you like, didn't. I wanna... You didn't cut me off. You're fine. Like, yeah. that is exactly, that did happen. And, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm to see that. Kate is my favorite on this season. <laughs> I do love Kate. Same. Kate's great. Kate is great. I think uh, Banksy is my favorite great. on the season, though. I love Kate. I love Banksy. They're definitely like they're my two favorites, Mm -hmm. and I don't think we're going to see Kate receive flowers before going home. It's wonderful that we have. This is such a good season. Like these girls are stars. It is fantastic. Um. So, our our we get to the main stage again, and we have our top. We have our bottom two. Naomi and Caramel and I have to say I was positive in my heart of hearts it was going to be Vicky and Caramel I thought it was going to be Car- I thought it was going to be two people from that team I was very surprised it was Naomi I was not because shocked because I thought that I thought that when your team is so much let me put it this way I think that even if you do terribly in um, Romeo and Romeo and Juliet, McBitch is such a disaster that two people have to lip sync from McBitch. Fair. Here's what I feel like we're missing from the conversation. So I think riddle me this: if missing Ho wasn't missing Ho, and she had stayed and she was part of the girl group challenge. Ew. Then we would have had a group win. And then everyone in this challenge would have been individually judged. The issue is that we had a group win and then everyone else was judged individually. So. So that's why it was not surprising to me that Naomi and Kara were in the bottom two. So what I will say in rebuttal to this is that I think that in general, we were probably always going to get this group win. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when they kind of inexplicably link queens like that on especially UK seasons, they Mm -hmm. just group win them because it is easier than trying to deal with the minutia. Mm -hmm. So I think there was always going to be, I think again, if, Group two had done fine. I think mm-hmm. Kate Butch would have won solo. Yeah. But group two doing as well as they did, I don't think they were ever going to pull anyone out of that chorus line and make them the winner. Um, At the same time, I still just think that... It's similar to when um, in, UK, in um, All-Stars 6... When they did the commercial challenge and commercial won 
and um trinity won that episode and her whole team was safe sent to the back called high for some reason trinity then then get to watch the judging so she could know the judge's opinion so she could make an educated decision about her lipstick pool beside the point eureka's team was then critiqued Mm -hmm. and um ginger's team was uh, also critiqued and even though ginger did very well and got very good notes her entire team was in the bottom because they were the worst team so they were even though they were not necessarily judged as groups they were then in the bottom as a group and i think that is what should have happened on this one Mm -hmm. because again i think that while kara did the worst on her team i don't think that naomi doing the worst on her team affected her team in the same way that both vicky and banksy doing poorly affected their teams yeah Fair. I guess that I think it was probably a mix of laughs per minute meets um, runway, if I had to guess. I will say I think it is very aggressively just we didn't want to send a badge girl home. I I felt that way. Like, I'm watching this lip sync, and it wasn't bad. They were doing Yaz's uh, The Only Way way Is Up, up. which, um, by the way, if either of you are familiar with other british reality tv there's a show called the only way is essex that uses this song as their theme song and it is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life so of course i watched all of it in college uh didn't cheryl and kitty play the same girl from the only way is essex indeed indeed. that's the only reason i know what it is uh, the only reason I remember this show is because uh, a friend and I basically studied it to see how an Essex accent worked. And basically the trick was never let your tongue touch any part of your mouth. But that's neither here nor there. Um, they were never going to get rid of Kara. She's a main character. She's constantly butting heads with with uh, Tamar the Tank Engine. She's, so I uh, thought there was a slight great. chance. Same. I, I thought mean, there was a chance we were going to get an Aztina versus Tia Coffee. That is true. That is definitely something UK does. And I I remember that challenge. And I remember thinking, they're not going to send home Astina. They're not going to send home. Oh my God, they did. And I'm glad they and did. I, I love Tia, but still. I mean, yeah. the thing I'll also say is I, you barely see Kara in this lip sync. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is very much the Naomi show. And she's doing a good job, except for that time her wig gets stuck to her face. Um. Yeah. which they linger on for 45 minutes and i went okay she's going home they had to justify it somehow mm-hmm. um and i was like okay it, i it, the thing is is that i mean this is a rough season because i'm gonna be bummed at basically anyone going home yeah every single time it happens absolutely like this like this is one of those seasons mm-hmm. so like i was just upset but i was also like i and I don't think Naomi would have done so well in the musical that she would have started skyrocketing. I think yeah. that unfortunately, she is. It was her time. Yes, but I don't think that this was her episode. It's similar to like when people say that, like when people say that someone should have gone home several episodes ago, and you have to look and be like, literally, this one's. Uh, it reminds me of like when people would talk about. I'm trying to think of, like, queens who did badly in season. Uh, like, when people were like, uh, Selena should have been should have gone home ten episodes ago. It's like, when? Yeah. All of the time she did well or all of the time she won lip syncs? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you put a so perfectly joe we're gonna be bummed every episode someone goes home because i like all these girls i think this is a great season so yeah i'm having a great time me too and if you want to hear us get bummed out next week make sure to subscribe to us on apple podcast you can follow all of us we're at this toxic fandom on instagram david is at david j goran stephen pope is at pro hobbit pope and i'm at joe lee green giant and if you like us Tell a friend. If you really like us, tell your friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, tell someone you take a nap with. I'm tired. I was I like, I was Let's like, go take a nap. Let's go take a nap. It's called, it, it's, it's 10 p.m. It's called sleeping at this point. You could, you can leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcast. And until next time. Stay toxic. I'm going to bed. Join the club. I'm going to... <laughs> I don't